Okay, so the recording's. Okay, got it. All yep. right. So uh, a very good evening from the UK. This is the Woman Agenda channel, live on YouTube. And we do share it on uh, Facebook and Twitter as well. We have a special guest today who is very, very talented. Uh, um, her name is Christina Grant. And as you can see on a background, which, which I really like, which I do really like as well, is Christina Grant of Promises, who is who has done loads of stuff uh, in in music now, in writing, uh, relationship um, expert, and giving her advice and loads of stuff. Uh, and how are you today? Hi, Raju. Nice to be here. And um, yeah. yeah, so my, I am a word person and, you know, words carry frequency. I don't know if you'd agree, but they really do, whether it's in a conversation. Specialty is, is in written form. So I actually have been composing love letters for clients yeah. for nearly 18 years. Wow. Yeah. That is a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. I'm a pro. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is um, it's very intuitive. So when I compose someone's letter, and it can be for any relationship matter, even if it's the true, I just, it, you know, here we are up against Valentine's Day, I just want to express my, my deep and sincere love and respect and honor of you that type of letter, or if there is any kind of conflict or challenge in the relationship, then um, I have a way of helping people to really clear the air with that. So, um, so when I, I compose someone else's letter, sort of like a Cyrano de Bergerac, <laughs> female version, um, it's actually, I tap into someone's soul, their higher heart, right. and bypass what gets in all of our ways normally, which is our ego. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure a lot of, lot of the... And, I, and I've seen that you, obviously you've appeared, you've appeared in various um, channels, had loads of interviews with various people. Uh, so you've been uh, really busy regarding that. And uh, obviously, um, and, and I'm, I'm sure the, the people who will view the interview uh, will find it very uh, useful and uh, the advice which you're giving. Uh, because uh, this, this is one thing which uh, a lot of people do need that advice. A lot of, and obviously the women agenda is about uh, women and uh, promoting women talent and uh, you know in, in different areas, and obviously and doing women and programming. So I'm sure there will be a lot of uh, women who will find this very useful. Uh, the, the advice you're, you're you're going to give. Um, so is is that is that how you went into? Because I've seen, uh, like you said you have a different name which you use, Tina, in uh, music. And- uh, Tina Rose. Tina Rose in music. My in middle music. name is Rose, And yes. And the website's really good. Uh, and I uh, was checking the website out today. And obviously then you have the the, the, the other website, which, which, which you have on the christinagram.com, uh, which you tell about uh, your, the relationship expert and uh, and about the book and stuff. So first of all, how did you get into writing? Okay, so um, I it started many years ago. As I said, I've been doing this for nearly 18 years. And yeah. I spent uh, a long time as a marriage and family therapist. And I was also a school psychologist. I've worked with yeah. children and families as well. And um, so at one point I had a neighbor and she just came over one day and asked my advice. She was dating um, this man and she really enjoyed the time they spent together. In her words, he checks off on all the boxes. <laughs> you know, he's a good guy and he's, uh, you know, he's um, kind and he's generous. He had just sent her flowers the day she came over, but she didn't feel that chemistry. And she was so disappointed because she thought, wow, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a good quote catch. And she was really looking for uh, a long-term committed partnership. She was divorced 
and her kids, I think her youngest was still in high school and the others in college. So she was ready to, um, you know, she was kind of lonely and she really wanted to have that type of partnership. And she was, but she just didn't feel like um, expressing herself in that way or connecting, I should say, in that romantic way with him. But she wanted to stay friends. Happened to be an attorney. And so I, you know, I said, well, you know, you can't lead anyone down a primrose path. That's so wrong. You need to be honest with him. He's a big boy. And it doesn't mean that you're going to um, hurt his feelings. She goes, well, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt his feelings and that I will feel so embarrassed. And, and she goes, I just, I don't do well when I'm in confrontations like that. It's really hard on me. So I said, okay, well, if that's true, then why don't you just write him a little note, put it in a blank, pretty card. And the next time you see him, just simply say, you know, I I just want you to read this. I I wrote this for you because you've been on my mind and I really want to much. I've enjoyed meeting you and where I see us at or something like that. And she thought that was a great idea. And what the note that she wrote was not true though. She came over a few days later and it was the old, it's about me, not you routine. I don't really want to be in a relationship. I suck at relationships. I, uh, you know, I don't have time for a relationship, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I, I quickly tore up her note (laughs) and I rewrote what I felt was a good way to share the truth not about making an excuse, but the truth, the truth sets us free. Right. And so she loved what I wrote. She gave it to him and it worked out beautifully that to to my knowledge, they're still friends. I think about eight years later, he ended up being getting married to a lovely, gorgeous woman. And, um, and she was so thrilled. She even had a, a, a legal matter arise at one point. And he took care of it free of charge. So, oh. uh, yeah. So, uh, so she's like, wow. So she started asking me for more letters for other scenarios, other situations. And I was very happy to do that. Then she started referring me to friends and they've started referring me and they started referring me. And the next thing I was getting calls from all over um, people asking me to help them to, as I put it, and you can see the title of the book, find the right words that you really want to say. And, you know, so when we're in a conflict or we have a matter, we're not sure, um, we'd like, we know what the outcome we would like to achieve, but we're not sure how to get from point A to point B and communicating that is not going to be hurtful or unkind or, um, or even needy. That's not, we want to have an empowered women set the tone for their relationships. They really do. And women are the ones that kind of um, alert the man uh, into what the boundaries are, what, what, what makes them happy. If you want to have, if you want to progress along and have a healthy relationship. So it doesn't mean you're going to be a shrew or anything like that. It's that you really um, let them know what men want to know, I believe. And you could confirm this. They want to know what their woman wants. They want to make them happy. Am I right? You know, healthy guys. Yeah. So, um, so that's the thing. So, so the type of letters that I write just really, um, they bridge so many uh, scenarios or matters of the heart. Um, I mean, people that uh, have had falling outs with friends or family members. And I think at this time on the planet, we're seeing that come up. A lot yeah. of hurt feelings, a lot of loneliness. And, uh, and so my gift, and I feel like I am a channel, it comes through me. So passion to help people. Uh, and I have my book, as you can see there, that, um, is endorsed by amazing luminaries in the relationship field, John Gray, 
Catherine Woodward Thomas, Ariel Ford, Dr. Christiane Northrup. And it's really a, um, it's a showcase of the various uh, lanes that I work with in helping people to resolve their relationship concerns. And uh, so yeah. there's, there's actual letters and, you know, the predicament and then the letter is sort of the medicine. And then after uh, the letter is received, the outcome is, is what is learned, what is grasped from it. And by and large, um, my clients almost always tell me that once I help them to find those words, it feels like a huge weight is lifted off their shoulders. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, definitely, def definitely. I, I, and uh, so, is it like uh, so? So, as a, a relationship expert, and obviously you are an expert. You've been for such a long time, like you said, uh, uh, on the. So, is so is, is this the main thing which you do on a day to day basis? Um, I, I'm sorry. Is what a main thing to do? On uh, a day -to -day? You know the the consultations the giving the relationship oh. advice. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, this is my passion. So I yeah. retired from the clinical aspect of being a therapist and all that. So of course, I draw upon that experience in human development, psychology and whatnot. But I found the box. I mean, you would agree, you know, people don't always know that there's someone like me out there that can help them in this way. Yeah. What, what brings me the most joy is the miracles that happen. I mean, one woman uh, had uh, abandoned her three children uh, in her marriage. I think the oldest child was around nine or 10. And she didn't see her children for 16 years. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah. And so on the surface, you go, how could a mother do that? And her yeah. husband. Her husband, who happened to have been a physician, he did um, finally meet another woman and got married, but uh, was told perhaps not the ideal stepmother either. So the, the children who, by the time she reunited with them, they were grown and, um, and it was a very, it was something that preyed on her heart. There was so much shame. And, you know, on the emotional meter, the shame and regret uh, emotions are way down. So uh, I was able to help her write letters to her sons. And uh, everyone has a backstory. Yeah. It's presented to you in a relationship. is not always the entire truth. In this woman's case, uh, it turned out that she had been uh, abused, sexually abused by her father, who was a third star general in the military since she was a little girl. And she was wow. the oldest of the kids. And uh, so her, she knew that her mother knew and her mother right. never came to defend her or anything. And her mother that well. So there was some passive aggression on the mom's part. So when she had her own family, she had never, you know, really dealt with the skeletons in the closet, this emotional drain and her anxiety and the memories. And so she, with the responsibility of being a parent, it, she became very overwhelmed and that's when she left. So you can't imagine uh, what it was like to have her sons embrace her again. It makes me want to cry when I talk about it because it was so emotional. And yeah. Uh, she, now, if, if she had not expressed the, what was true for her to her children, have reunited with them and healed started to heal the wounds uh later on her mother passed away her her dad had already passed when she contacted me originally and being the oldest and even in the letter she never never divulged the quote sin of the grandfather so to speak and uh she had to speak 
and give a eulogy at her mother's funeral. And nice. so I, yeah. And so I helped her to do that. And uh, her story is in my book on that was, again, she felt like, uh, you know, she'd been given a booster shot of love and joy because <laughs> she was, uh, she was, she didn't have to grapple with why me, I'm the victim. And she, she had to grow out of that and see bigger pictures and I believe our souls do come in and contract for certain experiences that give us opportunities to evolve. Relationships, in my opinion, and in my experience, show up as our biggest teachers, whatever that relationship is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. I mean, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right there. It, it, it does. I mean, I mean, uh, I was going to ask you is, since obviously uh, the the COVID nineteen happened, the situation happened. How what have you seen regarding the situation, regarding the relationship, some stuff? Has it gone worse since the COVID nineteen situation? And the, have you had any people, clients who have come to you and said, uh, you know, the situation has affected their relationships? Does that happen? Oh yeah, it's a big time. And this is yeah. one reason why I'm, I really appreciate you're having me on today as your guest, because again, how do people know how to get a, in touch with someone or even that someone like me even exists with my skill set? Yeah, so, sure. uh, so getting the word mm -hmm. out is, is, is the best way, but, uh, and over Christmas, I felt like I've said it before, like one of Santa's elves, because I was writing so many letters for people that were having these horrific experiences, so depleting family or family member, you know, they were in disagreement over some social issue, you know, medical situation, whatever. And, and so I don't have to tell you, we all could acknowledge that there's been a tremendous division going on on the planet, throughout the planet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so to thine own heart be true. When we can develop the kind of relationship with ourself first, in other words, would you want someone like you to be your B BFF, you know, your best friend forever, then you show up with those characters and and mm. see. Also, um, I want to say that not all of us grew up in these um, cushy, comfy, nurturing families to begin with. Those that have, you know, how beautiful. But a lot of people mm. have had issues growing up. And perhaps some of those souls, again, those people chose that. My own childhood was not ideal. I left home as a teenager. Uh, and I have a whole story I'm writing on that. But um, I found my universal family by moving out and meeting new people. So again, it's if you're around toxic people, even if it's family members, we have to look at, you make the gesture. When I write a letter, um, sometimes not often, but sometimes I'll have a client say, and I never give anyone their goal, by the way, I don't try to persuade or dissuade you with what your, um, your end goal is because uh, this is a, a growth process. So in other words, uh, I've had some people that will want me to write a letter to someone to try to heal something or that they want to um, perhaps bring in more love from that individual or whatever it is. And they read the letter and they go, oh my gosh, I don't need to send this. What? Yeah. I mean, I, want, mm -hmm. I had one woman, I'll just give you an example. She went to her high school reunion, 30 year high yeah. school reunion. Boyfriend from high school. And, uh, she said, wow. And she was divorced. Turns out, so was he. They even had kids around the same age. 
And uh, she said, wow, he still looks really handsome. And we just had a great connection and they started dating. And yeah. he had uh, not too, not too much uh, before all of this, not long before this had broken up with a, another relationship. She wasn't quite sure that he was totally done with that previous relationship because she thought maybe he was still receiving phone calls and such. So she said, you know what, at this stage, I have nothing on anything. I want what I, what I know I want. I want more love. I think he's wonderful. I want to share my heart. Okay. Yeah. So we did. She read the letter and she said, she, she said, I burst into tears after reading it. And I realized he's not good enough for me. Raju. Yeah. Six months later, she got married, and that was like five years ago. And she's extremely wow. happy. Someone new. So sometimes it's like you got to let go and shed what isn't working, what's not in our flow. And uh, exactly, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But you're right. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say. I just wanted to just say further. Yes. There has been a quiet planet, as I just mentioned previously, and um, it's an ideal time to put your best foot forward, make that gesture in kindness and care. And even if it doesn't work out, the other person isn't ready, for example, or what have you, you know, you can sleep at night. How would that be? You don't have to toss and turn and worry about why regrets or why did I say that? Or why don't I say this? Or, well, you know, you've done a beautiful gesture and letters are kept. They're not tossed away usually. I mean, through COVID, I've discovered letters from family, even a brother that had passed away many years ago that wrote me a letter when I was in Europe on my own, 19 years old. And, yeah. uh, and I read the letter, it was like he was alive again. His sense of humor, his support and encouragement, all there. So if we're writing a letter to somebody, it can be what's like what I call a legacy letter. You don't even have to have an issue with somebody. You could write a letter just honoring the path that you've shared with that person or what, you, what you've come to realize is so beautiful. Yeah. And uh, you, what you cherish. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, uh, there are some people which just need maybe that, that sense of uh, direction, that advice, and um, which you provide to them. And uh, so, where 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 do people get that advice from with yourself? Is it uh, in person? Is it over the phone? It's generally because I work with people all over the world, so yeah. it's generally um, on the phone or a Zoom call. And right. yeah, and so uh, my website you can see is myname.com or the letters, this letter writing service, I call it inspired heart letters. And so inspiredheartletters.com is the other URL or website. And um, when you sign on to my website, you can download a complimentary little ebook that gives some step-by-step -step guidance for composing your own letter that can be much more compelling, uh, can also serve to be an exercise to kind of uh, look at what's real and what's in your head <laughs> or what, you know, your attitude or, or what could be possible. Um, and also uh, you see my book here is in Audible as well as hardcover or um, paperback. And you can, the Audible, I'm not sure, I'm in the middle of changing websites, so I'm not sure we put the Audible link. If not, you can get it on Amazon or, or go to Audible. Yeah. Um, and the thing about that, and I don't wanna digress from our conversation, but as you mentioned earlier, I'm also a singer, songwriter, composer, and uh, because I'm a word person. And so I have my album, which is called Aha, Love Letters by my performer's name, Tina Rose. Um, 
with my name being spelt with a K. I don't know why my parents did that. Um, <laughs> I always have to explain. Remember, it's Christina with a K. <laughs> but my middle name is Rose. And um, many of my friends from Latin America for like several years have always called me Tina. So Tina Rose is my performer's name and I'm on all the platforms. You can get a free download of one of my songs and then it'll show you, uh, the site will also show you all the platforms like Spotify, Pandora, you know, iTunes, Apple Music, la la la. Uh, and that's if you go to uh, www.tinarosemusic.com. Uh, I'd also like to offer, it's kind of, um, you know, in the sense of this is Valentine's, Valentine's season. And I do want to, uh, I do want to encourage and inspire people on the planet to, to invite more love and compassion and compatibility into their life. Um, I'm willing to, uh, to give a, uh, a consult so we can, you know, you can get like a little complimentary coaching from me for um, maybe how to um, look at your particular uh, situation, your challenge, and I'm willing to um, help you to find some solutions for that, you know, uh, perhaps give you some new thoughts or perspectives. So that you would also go onto my website and go to my calendar and book a call with me. Okay, so um, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to offer that because I get pretty busy at times. But yeah. uh, I want to, I want to do, I want to do what I can do to really help, uh, to help women, to help everyone, and uh, and really share that. The other thing, even though I know that your audience are empowered women, um, I yeah. must say that my letter writing has also been very well received by men. So, uh, and that's kind of a little different, you know, a lot of self-help um, draws uh, females more than men, but um, I like to give the female perspective to men as well. And uh, yeah. so it's very successful with them. So um, yeah, and one other area for all the mothers that are out there, um, I also created a program for children and, uh, I'm going to change my background just a sec so you can see it. Uh, it is, um, okay. Let's see. Where is it? Um, uh, okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's my, uh, be friendship focused guide. And it's for any parent, teacher, um, clergy, um, any mentor at all, any after-school program. I literally traveled around the United States for two years um, giving presentations on how to empower children to help them build social skills, to help them end the uh, onslaught of needless bullying, which is a power struggle, and to... Uh, and to to really gain that sense of self-empowerment uh, through, through good communication and such. It started when my own daughter was terribly bullied by mean girls in middle school. And because yeah. I did, yeah, because I worked with students of all ages, in particular, emotionally challenged students. And with COVID, a lot of them, uh, you know, were, have been uh, very depressed. We know our su the suicide rate is way up. Yeah. So I created this and it has all of the, it's an eight to 10 week process uh, for ideally for small groups of children, same age kids, can be boys and girls, whatever, um, between the ages of eight and 12. All of the lessons written in a way that is um, geared towards children at that level. And kids are um, developmentally very egocentric and that's normal, they should be. But at the same time, it's like their identity around friendships and belonging, et cetera, can be very um, difficult for a lot of kids with, this, with what's going on socially, 
uh, I just want, needed to share that on your show, Raju. Yeah. It's important, oh. you know, they're our next uh, generation and we need to kind of pave the way and soothe the wounds of everything. The, um, you know, it's scary for some kids today. And uh, I couldn't even imagine uh, wearing masks and such in school. I just couldn't, I can't, I can't yeah. get it at all. So, um, and hopefully that will be, um, you know, we're at the end of the road with that. Let, let us pray. <laughs> but uh, my daughter and I also created the A to Z power cards. So with our paintings, we took a whole week and it was very, um, it was, it was very healing for her to do this. She was only 12 at the time. And we uh, painted 26 paintings. And we um, with one painting for each letter of the alphabet. And we um, put a um, we put a uh, saying, an inspirational thought. So it's a conversation opener. So I don't know if you can see this. I'm putting it right near my face. Yes, uh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So this is her little painting of a mermaid and a turtle. And it, the word is M, magnificent. And then the back says brilliant, glorious, proud, extraordinary, the original you. And you can start it. Well, what does that mean? You know, what does that mean? Uh, and so it's, um, it starts a conversation because children can feel intimidated and, uh, and this brings up ways for them to be more expressive and to yeah. really kind of dial it into where they're at. So there's that as well. I just wanted to, and that can be purchased. Um, I believe it's shown on my site. Again, I am in the midst of changing, um, hosting programs, but, uh, if not, it's definitely on Amazon as well. And that's be friendship focused. So, and it Absolutely. has, we, yeah, what we did was we put the card deck inside the book and it's an eight and a half by 11 hardbound or paperback book. So any mentor can just easily, somebody wants to lead a group. Uh, it's just super easy to do and the kids love it. Uh, I had one little girl in one of my groups um, uh, and she was the meanest girl at school. Okay. She was wow. the, she was the bully of the bullies. And, uh, at the last day of our class, I think we did, um, you know, an art project and I had treats for the kids and whatever. And she starts to cry and she goes, Mrs. Grant, I can't, I can't leave the BFF group. I belong here. I need to be here. And I looked at her and I, I said, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be my assistant mentor for the next group. Her story, her backstory, which she revealed in the group was that when she was an infant, her mother abandoned her and she was being raised by extended family members her whole life. So by the time right. she was eight years old, she did, she felt like she was a burden and she took that anxiety that was inside of her and projected it outside and made sure there was a nice emotional wall around her so nobody could get in. Well, she was able to drop that. Yeah. Um, that can happen to children. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, even before I remember the schools, uh, even though a lot of uh, people will say, and, and maybe the head teachers, you know, they'll say, okay, there's, there's no such, we don't, there's a, we don't tolerate bullying. There's no bullying in our schools and stuff. But the, 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 the picture is something else. Um, it does exist in every school and that's, that's a fact. Uh, right. But, but the only difference is in some schools, maybe there's more bullying and in some schools, maybe a bit less, uh, but uh, obviously, I've seen when, when even when, when myself and I was years ago, uh, at that time, you know, it was a, it, you know there was there was loads of bullying, uh, boys and girls, and uh, and and uh, our school was saying there's no such thing as bullying, you know. So it's it's uh, something which um, schools say because they want to show their image uh, in the right way, so some more people come to the school and stuff, so I, but um, it doesn't help 
the it's good in that way, but obviously uh, they need to resolve the issue, which is bullying, I think, and which which unfortunately doesn't get resolved. It that leaves. And some, 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 some childhoods are just not the same again. Like you said, they're not the same again until so many years after where they get someone who can uh, help them and then they can get that out. Uh, and I, I think, um, the, the, and you probably can say this, that we take people on face value more than anything else. Uh, and we, we assume something without knowing the person. Uh, I'd say, okay, this person is a terrible person. And if we, we don't know what we see him once, they're terrible. We, that's what we'll say straight away. Mm -hmm. uh, we, without knowing the whole picture, we just, you know, we think we know it all, uh, which is a problem, I think. I don't think we should assume, jump the gun, basically. Uh, because, like you said, every, everyone has, has, it could be something else, and, you know, they could have a background, they could be suffering from something. There could be lots of things, to be honest. Um, what would be like? Yeah. What would our world be like if we were more compassionate towards one another? Exactly. These kids, what what role models do they see? You know, the the world doesn't always seem so safe these days. You know, it's been kind of uh, alarming, and there's sadness and. Um, people going through a lot of struggles on in, in many, many areas, financially or their job, or they can't travel, oh, yeah. whatever. And so uh, children are very sensitive. So what's going on in the home, they pick up on. Absolutely. Even if they don't understand it, they kind of pick up on the, on the energy at home. And they know whether they can really express themselves or not. So it's our responsibility to really care for our kids because um, as you just said, the scars that occur, the wounds that occur as a child often develop into lifelong scars. Yeah. And, and then it gets to the point, well, well, you know, you shirk it off and well, that's life. But realm it can really be uh, detrimental. So, uh, so I, I think it's, uh, I, I really love children. I'll tell you one story. I, I had, uh, I'm no longer working as a school psychologist. I, I completely uh, stopped that. I think it was about a year and a half ago. So one of my last clients was a teenage boy. He was about 15 and he had uh, severe depression. He had been suicidal in the past. He lived in a neighborhood that was not wealthy. In fact, there were gangs and um, a, a lot of crime. And uh, I believe he was living in a, an apartment complex. And uh, so one day we had our session and this is during COVID. So it had to be you know online or on a phone call actually. They wouldn't even allow Zoom calls. So it was a phone call. And I said, uh, so, um, Here's your homework assignment. I want you to do a random act of kindness for someone else. And I don't care if it's just because everyone was pretty much in lockdown. I said, and I don't care if it is just a genuine compliment to one of your parents. And it can't be, you're cool, I like your shirt. It has to be something that's much deeper and real and something that you are uh, that you absolutely admire, know, and, um, and, and are so happy about, uh, or do a, just do something for someone, something outside of you. So the next week I get on the phone yeah. and he said, you are going to be so happy. And I said, Oh, I, I really want to be happy. What, <laughs> what, tell me what, and he, he said that lives nearby. And he's about seven years old and his parents were fighting so much that the police came and took his father away in handcuffs. Yeah. And the little boy who used to seem pretty happy is so sad. And he just, he, he is not the same person. And he goes, I think he has major depression. This is this 15 year old telling me that giving him a, you know, um, you know giving him his, uh, what he thought was going on at any rate, 
I said, so what's going to make me happy? He wanted to be a baseball player when he grows up, a famous baseball player. So I went to a kid's store and I got him a baseball bat and a mitt, you know, and the, um, and the little baseballs. And my mom had a fancy balloon and we wrapped it up. And I went over to his front door and I put it in front of the door of his house or his apartment. And I rang the doorbell and I ran away. And I said, what? He goes, I said, you didn't want to give it to me. He says, no, no, I just, I just left it there. I said, so how do you feel? He said, I haven't felt this good in a long, long time. So do you see when we get out of our own meanderings about what's wrong with my life, I'm not enough, I'm not lovable, whatever the case may be, and we reach out beyond that, you know, open the veil, reach out and, and do something surely out of kindness. That's the human heart that we want to develop. That's the society yeah. that we want to bring more life to. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we will include uh, your uh, where the, where the, the direct links for the book and for your for your uh, Tina Rose uh, website. We will include the links for them. Uh, so everyone, everyone can access access your links and they can get in touch with yourself. Are, are you available on social media? I am. Yes, I'm on uh, Facebook and I believe Twitter and Instagram and uh, what else is out there? <laughs> so, yeah. Is that under Christine or is that under Tina? It's on the Christine. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I think I think Faith, I, I think it's uh, Instagram has both names. There's an underscore and then Tina Rose. By the okay. way, did you have an opportunity to listen to my songs at all? Absolutely, I, I, I listened to it on uh, on your website. This the, the sample, and uh, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it is really it's really good. And, yeah, I, uh, so I was I was listening to it earlier today. So emotions are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The last song, all of the songs came. Okay, this is how I started writing songs, and again. My message yeah. to the audience is find something when you were a kid that just made your heart flutter, that got you excited, that you love to do, whether it was art or whether it was building Legos, I don't care, but something that really made, made you feel really good and take that and bring it back into your life somehow, um, you know, build something, create something, do something that, um, really makes you smile. And so for me, um, when I was um, going, speaking around the country on the Be Friendship Focused program, the books and everything, I thought on the scary meter, what's scarier than getting in front of a whole audience of hundreds of people and speaking? Hmm, could it be bungee cord jumping or skydiving came to mind? And then I thought, well, what about singing in front of people? That would really be scary. Yeah. And so I went home and I started taking a group singing course and I was hooked. It was like therapy. The instructor chose a song for each one of us in the group to learn. And then we had to practice it and go on stage, you know, at the local um, comedy club or restaurants or theaters and sing. And it was very empowering for me. I loved that experience. And, the, and then, as it were, I was asked to sing with a local R&B, rhythm and blues band. And the band leader had a relative, a little girl in Nashville, Tennessee, who was six years old, and she had a serious illness. And uh, one morning, I woke up thinking about this little girl I never met. And her name was Patience. And I had an intuition that she was going to transition, which she actually did. And I thought to myself, what parent names their child Patience and goes through this ordeal? So I started writing a poem, which is what I also do uh, yeah. for people. And uh, at any rate, um, 
in the middle of the poem, this song comes through that had nothing to do with this little girl. And I wrote this song down in 10 minutes and I called the band leader and he went, oh my gosh, we got to put that to music, which we did. And then that gave me permission. And I started having these downloads of songs and they were all based on relationships. So that, and, and the last song in the album is called Love Letter. That's the only song that I ever wrote with any focus of intentionality because I wanted to share just how special letters are, the frequency of the words and the fact that it's a gift and it's something that is not just heard, but you can absorb it, reread it, all of that. So um, anyway, I uh, met this woman, Lynn Rose, in Las Vegas, who's a singer songwriter. She's got a beautiful voice. And we were talking and she asked me to share some of my lyrics. And she introduced me to these amazing musicians who were yeah. the front, front band for Coldplay, Bon Jovi, uh, Rod Stewart, Pink, Journey. And they loved my lyrics. And then they recorded my voice and said, no one's to sing but you. We love your voice. You're like a female Elvis is how they put it. Uh, and, <laughs> and so we went from there and it was so much fun. So during the COVID you know, the, the heavy duty part of the COVID lockdown when it all first started and we were kind of in, in taken back or a little bit startled by it. Yeah. I was off creating music. And so I encourage anyone, um, no matter where you are in life, to uh, take some time to really uh, move, get back to what rings your bell, what, you know, you feel good about, and it's not about making money with it or anything else. It's just about enjoyment and do that for yourself. It's, it's part of your own nurturing. It'll be very, very healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I wish we could continue with this, but uh, I, I have, I've been guilty when I start, when I started this um, channel uh, to, you know, make the interviews a, a bit too, uh, long, but they were interesting, so I, they kept on going on and on, which was which was which, which was good. But um, I don't know. Uh, Maybe you could cut it into two interviews then. <laughs> exactly, 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 absolutely. Because um, I, I do have an idea of obviously when, like you said, when you're working on your next book to, to hopefully bring you back on here uh, mm. and uh, definitely talk about uh, uh, your next work, uh, which which I'm sure would be a really, really uh, exciting uh, um, work, uh, which uh, a lot of people would love to read. So definitely. Um, so that's what I was thinking of to do, doing as well. Uh, and um, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so regarding that, uh, can the viewers who need to get in touch with you regarding their relationship advice or booking for a consultation, do they need to go onto the website? They do. Um, okay. They can go on the website and book a call if they're interested in getting that uh, little, it's about, it's a small ebook. So it's just really a guide for writing your own letters. Uh, yeah. And in the book itself, um, this book relationship, which is, a big book. I mean, if you're getting the audible version, it's a 14 hour listen to. Okay. So it's, it's not a quick book. It's, it's uh, got a lot of beautiful stories and guidance for how to, um, how to up-level your own communication skills in a beautiful way. Uh, at any rate. Um, yeah. So they can, they can do that. And if they get, if they go to my calendar um, at this point, uh, just book a consult on my calendar. I think it says 30 minutes. So we don't have to take 30 minutes if you don't wish to, but that is my offering, you know, 20, 30 minutes. I'm very quick at giving feedback. So, um, and I love to help people, um, you know, raise their happiness quotient and bring more love in. Yeah. That's, that's where we are, you know, as humanity, we are, we are divine beings and I want to honor that with everyone. So no matter what the issue is going on with you, whether it's with 
you know, un, with marriage or partnership, romance, you're a single looking for love. I also help people create um, online dating profiles that really are effective and compelling, yeah. uh, I, as well as for certain people that maybe um, want to learn how to do some fun texting. I call it texting or teasing the allure of text messages for attracting love. Um, and also, like I say, um, if you've got an issue with your divorce or separation, you'd like to be better co-parents or uh, get out of the power struggle, I can help with that. I've even helped people in business because we have relationships in business as well. Competition, jealousy, okay. resentments, all those things can come up within your business as well. Um, also, um, the estrangement is a big, big uh, popular letter request from me because that can be overwhelming. Uh, one dad had not spoken to his daughter in 30 years. The letter that I wrote on his behalf, again, I tap into his higher heart and, and, and the person that um, asked me to help them with their letter, they get to um, hear it before I send it to them in word. So it's your property. Once you receive it, you can do with it what you choose. Um, but anyway, uh, his letter that was sent, his daughter wrote back such a touching letter that uh, I cried reading it and she came back to be in his life. So, yeah, it's Absolutely. really good. Absolutely. And uh, so I know if anybody is thinking uh, to get in touch later on, uh, not to worry, I, I will put the links on the description on the uh, YouTube video, the links will be all there for for Christine. Uh, the links will be there. And if you want to check her music out, the Tina Rose, the link will be there as well uh, on there. And if you wanna, if you want people to know by your social media, obviously you can you can then let me know. I'll share that as well um, on the description. Um, so we will do that, Christine. Uh, uh, first of all, I thank you very much for coming. On the Woman Agenda channel, it has been a pleasure. Uh, and I think it's, it's been very useful for everyone uh, to know about this because this is something which is not minor, it's major in every uh, community, in every country. It's not one specific country, it's everywhere. Uh, people need advice and uh, it, it, it's, part, it's, it's, it's part of everyday thing. So a lot of people will find this useful. And uh, like I said, um, the links will be on the description. You will be able to get in touch with Christine and uh, ask her for any um, uh, any assistance which is required. Uh, Christine, thank you very much again, Christine, for coming on coming on board. And um, it was my pleasure. It was really a joy to meet you, Raju. And uh, I'd like to have a little conversation after the uh, recording with you um, sure yeah yes absolutely um so on that and uh, i will uh, like i said guys i will uh, be posting the links as well um some information on the social media channels on the facebook and the twitter handle as well and obviously thank you very much guys for watching this and i will be back soon